Dog whistles. Still better than lasers. I'm Sam. Well, what can I say? Impregnation gets them every time. I'm Jackie. Damn it, David. I'm a doctor, not a gynecologist. I'm Justin, and this is The Terror Within on Sneaker Bandits. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. Uh, this week on the podcast, we've got a Roger Corman stinker from 1980 something or other. Sam, I totally missed that. Help me out. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, I forgot to write it down too. God damn it, you two. 86? Feels like 80. The Terror Within. Yeah. 1989. This is 1989? Holy shit. Okay. Uh, 1989, starring George Kennedy and uh, some other Corman rounders. Uh, let's go to you, Sam. Probably not a lot you're going to tell us about this, but uh, hopefully you got some well, info on who's who. This is Andrew Stevens's Andrew Stevens sort of first getting to. This is his first Corman movie, but this is a long collaboration between him and Corman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will start at this point. He directs the sequel to this film and directed a number of films for Corman. His cast list or his credit list is quite extensive because he is a Corman guy. Mm-hmm. 92 acting credits, 133 production credits, wow. 18 director credits, and 11 writing credits. Holy smokes. Yeah, and he has a book series that's called... Producing for profit, writing for profit, directing for profit. I'm going to assume that those are, uh, no, I think he's basically put the Corman method into words, Mm -hmm. but I can give you the, uh, the abbreviated version of all of those books. Don't spend a lot of money on it and don't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. Crank it out. Let's get it done. Yeah. It's probably only like three pages if he's using the Corman method. <laughs> yeah, just fucking do it. Do you want me to get Fred? Fred will do this at night <laughs> yeah. while he's doing another fucking movie. Now get out of my office. Yeah, credit. If you if you don't if you don't if you don't come back in here with the movie, I'm calling Jim. <laughs> the actual director probably took too long. His name is Theory Knotts, and he has a pretty short uh, credit Theory? list because. Theory knots, yeah. theory knots, theory knots, theory knots. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is it was he like born of you know those happy '60s parents like like or is is it like John Depp's kid? I'm gonna name my kid something stupid. Like is he is his dad Jay Z? I mean, what the fuck? I don't theory think so. Knots? His dad is Mister Knots. <laughs> Well, they did not name their kid good. Yeah, right. Boom. Could be French or something. Mic drop. Jackie just hit a home run with her terrible show. You're welcome. Had he not taken so long with this one, (laughs) we might know more about him because, you know, you take too long in a Corman movie, you're not going to work a whole lot more. Uh Uh-huh. The writer also wrote The Sisterhood. Of the Traveling Pants? No, remember the sisterhood? We watched that weird one with the glowy chicks and the they had like crossbows versus post-apocalyptic road cars oh, and uh, what's yeah, his face from yeah, yeah. the 
America 3000 is in it. Yeah. And uh, the the gal, the lead was somebody like Lori Petty, but it wasn't Lori. Yeah. Petty. And Richard. Is it Richard Wagner? Uh, ro- ro- Yeah. Probably Richard Not Lynch, Robert too. Wagner, because yeah. he's the guy that is actually famous. Mm-hmm. And potentially a murderer. Potentially. He did it. He did it. So gargoyles. Gargoyles. I found this to be an interesting subject of study that I already knew about. Because people have been really like calling things gargoyles that aren't gargoyles at all. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, it's really just supposed to mean like gullet or throat. Because all they are is a water spout on a building that keeps the rainwater shooting off of it rather than eroding the uh, bricks and the mortar. Yeah, gargoyles can be shaped like anything, can't they? Like, I mean, even cute things like cherubs. Cherubs on the side of buildings are still gargoyles, right? They can be monsters. It can be a ball that shoots water out of it. Yeah, yeah. Still a gargoyle. Yeah. Uh, But then I thought that they started making them look like monsters in the... uh, 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 the Renaissance um, to uh, frighten away would-be invaders. I thought it was actually medieval times. Like, if that demon was on the building, then the real demons wouldn't come during the yeah, windstorm. Yeah, some bullshit. Some like bullshit like that. <laughs> the windstorm? <laughs> Ooh, getting a little breezy out here. Satan's gonna get us. <laughs> It'd be like, back when people were still afraid of wind, but you should be afraid of wind. Tornadoes, for example. Just be afraid of it for the right reason. You're about to get hit in the face with something a cow. that got blown into you. <laughs> Bill Paxton. <laughs> I'll just move to Florida and shoot at it with yeah. my gun. Right, right, right. Shotgun the hurricane. <laughs> That'll get those demons out of there. <laughs> demons in that's so dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Who are these fucking people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terry Trace is back when she was in an episode, The Nest. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where she was, yeah. And uh, I believe she is, of course, the main female star of the Alien Nation series and five TV movies. I'm starting to really like her a lot. She's a lot of fun, I think. Okay. She wasn't great here. It's too but- bad. She wasn't great here, but she wasn't as bad as some of the other people. Right. No, I'm just mean like there wasn't a lot of opportunity for her to really shine. There were no boobs in this movie. There was. There was something in this movie where we're going to. We'll get to it. Yeah, we're going to get to some vagina stuff. Jackie. <laughs> she, yeah. And penis Apparently stuff. Terry uh, Trace kind of retired from acting and started teaching it and has taught writing and acting at. Uh, L.A. Performing Arts and USC. So she's cool like that, yo. And that's pretty much all I have, other than this is just another Corman movie. Apparently, it got a limited release and did make $858,000. That's not bad. That's not bad for a Corman movie. Uh, Considering it was going to get $5 million mm-hmm. for the video shelf. Yeah. And they spent two on it or whatever. So Yeah, that's a nice upfront uh, little help. I don't see why this wouldn't go to the the theater. This is probably one of Corman's, I don't want to say best looking movie, but least shitty looking movie outside of the gargoyle itself. Um, There's not a whole lot to ruin because it's, it's essentially just alien, but underground. And so you don't have to worry about any exterior shots really to, to fuck up like, Oh, my spaceship looks stupid. Like, Battle Beyond the Stars or something like that. 
uh you, you the most futuristic thing that they've got is just a switchboard that has some blinking lights on it so as far as production design there's not a lot of room for him to screw up there was a laser gun that was made out of pvc pipe fittings yeah the, the laser gun was pretty bad but if you're uh 13 14 going to you know drive-in movie you're probably not going to be well, that looks terrible in 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 this there's no mat work nothing like that so yeah i don't see why it couldn't go to the theater jackie let's go to you uh costume talk we pretty much are only going to talk about one thing let's jump into it the gargoyle itself oh my god one how many times did this guy pass the fuck out right? man in a rubber suit yeah, because I don't—I didn't even see a breathy hole. But his entire face is pretty open. Yeah, his mouth doesn't close. Yeah, at all. We'll get to that later. I have questions. I have questions up the wazoo about these things. And then why is some of his muscles and stuff hanging out? But right, why is his? Why is he? Doesn't he have full skin? He's naked. Uh huh. He's missing skin. And he's also missing a wiener, which he's supposed to definitely have. Let's let's punt on the wiener talk until we need to. Okay. Um, but there is a point in this movie where he wolverines himself back together after getting burninated, but he forgot to put all of his skin on. Like heal that open wound, dum dum. <laughs> he was born that like that too. Right. It just did not what and uh, i guess i guess you know i'm not saying anything about it's horrible when this happens but he was premature oh god damn it maybe, maybe that had an, an effect but the other no uh, all of his fucking buddies look the same they're outside yeah, at the end true. of the movie that's true yeah so it's just they're just fucking ugly and my first thought when in the opening scene is who you gonna call ghostbusters yeah. That's what I was going to say is we've got Ghostbusters knockoffs two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, they had the black guy who smokes cigars, mm -hmm. just like in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, they had nerdy scientist. They had comedian guy. Mm -hmm. The suave guy, right? Suave guy. Uh, I think that was supposed to be the one that had the crossbow. David. David. He's David. Suave. Andrew. <laughs> That's Andrew Stevens. Hey, he got to audition for to be Luke Skywalker, and they're like, fuck off. <laughs> but, I mean, basically, you know, other than the... So, at one point, Luke Skywalker knockoff guy, uh, David, gets his shoulder ripped up, right? Mm -hmm. And they patch up his suit with medical tape. But not his shoulder. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> I think that's supposed to be on his skin. Yeah. No, no, we've got to make him look, you know, the suit's going to get ruined. It might uh, pull a thread on a doorway and then unravel and wind up naked and it'll become a Weezer song. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, it started to fall apart and they were like, well, we're not going to give you a new suit. So we're just going to patch this one up with some white tape. Oh, this is a Roger Corman movie, so it might have been a rental. Oh, we got to get their deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, that's it. Yeah. Costumes I, were I was thinking pretty minimal, you, you know, 
really rip apart the gargoyle. Um, no, no, I don't want to talk about the gargoyle. It, that's all we're going to talk about in this podcast. If you don't want to talk about the gargoyle, then I guess we're going to talk about. He was disgusting. He's fucking gross. He wasn't gross. He, he, he was had stupid goopy looking. mouth. He had goopy mouth. Well, he had a skeletal jaw. Yeah. Uh, he had weird teeth. He had baggy skin too, because it's a pretty loose suit around this guy. It's not a well-made rubber suit. And he didn't have Skeletor jaw because Skeletor can move his jaw. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I'll get you, He-Man. But like he had during the rape scenes, he had all this sliva gross goop shit in his mouth and it was disgusting. I thought for an alien knockoff, this was actually surprisingly ungoopy. It was gross. Yeah. And he was gross looking. Yeah, he's not. You know, the other thing that bugs me about when you put a man in a suit and your uh, special effects makeup artist or costume designer or whoever designs goopy rubber suits um, don't have the eye holes uncovered. Human eyes on a monster just looks not good. Give them lenses. It looks dumb. It looks stupid. Like, not frightening. Like, it tones down your fright factor when you can see the actor's eyeballs. Put lenses on them. Make them, you know, have yellow eyes that the guy can still see through and not bonk into shit. He's probably going to still bonk into some shit here and there. But even if you just have eye holes, he's going to bonk into shit. His jaw was fucking yeah. too big. <laughs> well, and he had a mouth within a mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and he couldn't see anything that wasn't directly in front of him. Like, directly in front yeah, of his eyes. Right. Like, Anything that he could trip over is still completely invisible to the man in that suit. Including other actors, dogs, uh, fire extinguishers, oily rags that they leave on the floor. Uh, the dog was definitely the star of the show for me. Of course he was. Butch. Butch. I liked uh, how he wore his bandages. Mm -hmm. And he really sold it when he was injured uh, with the grape jelly on himself. Yep. And he's a good boy because he didn't lick it off. Right. You got to put that dog in a cone. So he didn't lick the jelly off. And I was really proud of him. Supposedly Butch is in the sequel. Uh, so we're going to get to. What? There's a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have more goopy mouth guys in your future. Tara Trace is not in the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? That sucks. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap that up uh, at the end of this. Uh, I think I'm ready to get going. Anybody else? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got, let's set the world up because we're not going to do exposition when it happens. Uh, mankind has been destroyed. This is a PA movie. Uh, 99% of people are dead and it's all because of a virus and because people wouldn't get vaccinated. They even said this in 1989. Guys, you need, if you need a little bit more motivation to don't listen to Uncle Joe, don't listen to Dr. Fauci. Listen to Roger Corman. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be the gateway to getting anybody vaccinated <laughs> watching this film. It probably actually turn you off a little bit. Oh, yeah, it would. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Mm, it seems like it didn't work out for everybody. Um, Post-apocalyptic movie, people. I said PA. It's my God. I hate these movies. Okay. It sounds like you're not going to have a very fun time today. Um, Somebody's got their poopy pants on. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'll give it this. At least they're not like zombies. Yeah. Or in weirdo vehicles that they're driving around yeah, and, you Max. know, fighting for the water. I mean, I, I could get past it because it was 
they're in a lab mm-hmm. in the Mojave Desert. Right. And that seems like something that could possibly happen. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Um, because, yeah, so 99% of people have been wiped out, leaving, basically, I think, are only people that are left that are living in these labs. What is the purpose of these labs? They maybe came up with the vaccine, gave it to themselves, sealed the door. Yeah, then hung out and banged. That's what's happening in this movie. Watch watch reruns on VHS of Murder, She Wrote. Hey, that's an excellent show. They had VHS of Murder, She Wrote, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do in a PA world when you're locked in a lab? You think of some really weird, sexy stuff to do. Eventually, you're going to run out. I mean, you're down there for 80 years. You know, the Kama Sutra is only like 256 positions. Well, you could start experimenting with how big can I get my butthole to expand? Hey, yeah, yeah, God. Like, what? I'm going to shove an apple up my butthole. I today. think I'll just, I, I, if that's what we're going to do in <laughs> the medical lab, I'm just going to go outside and become a gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. There's only certain amount of time before I would in any of these movies be like, all right, you people, I'm done with you. I'm taking my chance with the wasteland. Yeah, yeah I'm going to see ya. I'm nomading this shit, which is why that uh, Patrick Swayze Steel Dawn movie was so rad. He's just a nomad wanders around. You got to be a nomad when in the PA world. If you're hanging out in a lab. You're a doofus. You're not enjoying yeah. the po- post apocalyptic stuff. Well, and why would you be out in the middle of the fucking Mojave Desert? Like, this sucks. Right. Like, you got assigned to this post, right? Uh And it's probably the suckiest one because, as we later find out, there is another lab called the Rocky Mountain Lab. Correct. Those people have, like, deer and fish. Something even more important, fucking water. Yeah. They have it all there. I mean, they're going out and kayaking because I'm going to assume that these monsters can't swim. I think that's a safe assumption. Their jaw would drag them down. Yeah. They <laughs> get, up with the water. get stuck on a rock and drown. <laughs> Especially with those toenails. My God. So, you know, they, they have it sweetly made in the Rocky Mountain Lab. The Mojave Desert people, they got screwed. Yeah. Well, I don't think they got screwed. I think they're all dead. Because at some point, they're like, Linda hands David a glass of water. And she's like, we're running low on this. We're going to have to go out and find some pretty soon. You're not gonna. You drank it all. It's the desert. Assholes, get out of there. <laughs> You're dead. No, the drought's going to be over soon. <laughs> Just a drought. It's, it's a desert. It's always in drought. God damn it. They have cactus water. Uh, cactus milk. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're going to fill up their tanks and have be able to flush their toilets with cactus water. Like, you need a lot of water to run a med lab. Trust me, I know, from building med labs. Um, anyways, okay, so that's the world we live in. Uh, two dudes uh, from Mojave Lab. They're out wandering around looking for Din Din, I guess. And they catch a snake, and they radio back, and they're like, hey, we got one. And they're like, all right, go get more, because that's enough to feed one person. Uh, so... They spot some buzzards and they're like, oh, there's probably some roadkill over there. Let's go uh, get us some Dillo and they head over there and then they're attacked. And they call back on the radio. Oh, it's a gargoyle. And I guess they're dead. 
Yeah. They're like, don't stand underneath it. Also, it's not raining out there. Yeah. <laughs> don't stand underneath it. <laughs> don't open your mouth, Gary. <laughs> yeah, well, that's dirty roof water, Gary. Don't drink that. <laughs> um, so they're dead. Uh, George Kennedy comes in. He plays a character named Hal, and he's too big for everybody else and constantly is stepping on them uh, because he's a giant man. Um, he's like, David, Sue, get out there. And they're like, what? They, they've obviously, they're dead. Yeah. Why do I have to go out there? Yeah, well, We need the bodies yeah, for the scientist. Yeah, for science, not dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You guys are hard up for food. Who wants chili? <laughs> I mean, why not? You no, know, you're, you're going to eat your friends. It's inevitable. Also, isn't she just going to take a blood sample? Just like swab them. They're all like ripped completely open. Yeah, right. Just get a cup of, get a tissue sample. You'll be all right. <laughs> no, I need the whole body. All of it. I want to sleep inside that man tonight. Because Linda's got some issues. Um, she likes having sex with dead corpses. Yeah, well, I... Mm, okay, that might be a little far. Uh, sleeping inside of a man is fine, Jackie, but having sex with this dead body is way over the <laughs> line. <laughs> well, you know, if I was her, I wouldn't want to sleep with any of those other dingledorfs. Dead body doesn't talk back and it doesn't, you know, bug you the next day. Oh, it bugs you. You're going to get diseases. Not if you use an alcohol wipe first to wipe them down. Mm. Polish his off with an alcohol wipe and then ride him home, cowboy. I did not wake up this morning expecting <laughs> to hear about my wife wiping down dead bodies so that she can have sex with them. It's not. And then predicted. find it more repulsive than taking dead bodies and turning them into a meat sack for sleeping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they are fun for puppet shows. Um, so they wander out there. Uh, we also get introduced to Neil and Andre. Uh, they're like, hey, our friends died today. Let's start drinking moonshine. Wee! <laughs> Phil and Steve are dead. Who's thirsty? <laughs> it's, it raises an interesting point where you're like, you guys are having to use some of the fruits that we have to eat to make that. Uh -huh. They're like, yeah. And then everybody is like, I'm not telling you to stop. Right. I'm not. Right. Just, in fact, I don't even fucking like fruit. Just make more of that. <laughs> can't, I can't see anymore. Uh, this is going to dehydrate us in, a, in an area without water. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Go right ahead. We're going to do anything in here. It's going to be shine is going to be a, uh, a part of it. Also, Andre's kind of a dick with the moonshine. Like, I think if you're in an underground post-apocalyptic base and of course you're going to make toilet wine. Um, you, you kind of, everybody does it like you, you're not, you don't get to have a monopoly on the moonshine. Sure. If it, you invented the vats and the, the boiler and all that, you got all that together, put it together. Uh, somebody's going to go in there and be like, I'm going to make my own. It's like hoarding the coffee pot. You can't, you can't, you don't get to say that I'm in control of the coffee. You must do chores in order to get some of my coffee no it's everybody's coffee this is everybody's moonshine well their coffee looks like diarrhea that's true it does it looks like uh austin power stool sample what's going on with their coffee it's not coffee they're said as much like ew yucky <laughs> ick 
Um, all right. So Dave and Sue, they go out, they, they find their buddies, their bodies, and then they find more bodies. They find 19 bodies of only men. Hmm. That seems strange. Where are the women? It does seem strange. Where are the women? They're nowhere to be found. Where are the kids? Where are the children? Well, he kills well, the male kids. Yeah, he kills the male kids. Where's the little girls? Yeah. Creepy ass monsters. Yeah, I mean, okay, so we know that later, uh, based off of what these guys like to do, these gargoyles, uh, they're they're a horny bunch. Um, but why take the women? Why not just do what you're gonna do right there? Uh, and then I guess maybe they did do what they're gonna do right there, and then the ladies are like, ew. Monster penis, and then they ran away after they were impregnated. They're like, oh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then they go someplace and explode. Yeah. Okay. How long ago did this uh, whole thing go down? Seems like just a few hours ago, all these bodies ended up here. Uh, yeah, because they're not decomposed at all. No. So that means that these nutsacks have been out there like a million times uh -huh. and never noticed that these people were living literally 10 minutes away. I mean, not even, not even that. Like David and Sue take no time to get there at all. It's like over a ridge. Didn't didn't see the campfire. Nothing. No, didn't didn't smell their barbecue. Here I'm playing Zep in the middle of the night. Drinking shine. You know. Look out your window once in a while, you fucking medical lab idiots. Um, so there, the Linda lady's like, uh, bring the body back. And Hal's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But then the dog sees uh, a busty lady running around. And uh, she's being chased, I guess, by a gargoyle still. And so the dog tears off after her. David and uh, Sue run after her, too. David's got this fucking crossbow that he doesn't deserve because he fucking blind fires into a bush. Like, he blind fires into a bush. He also loads it after it was clearly loaded. Yeah, right. I noticed that too. What are you doing here, David? And I'm going to burn a question now. Mm -hmm. Is there a weapon stupider than a modern crossbow? What's the difference between a modern crossbow and a not modern crossbow? A not modern crossbow was actually useful because they didn't have guns yet. Yeah. It made it to where an idiot could still shoot somebody with an arrow, whereas archery requires a certain level of skill. Ah, I see. Because uh, I think with, crossbows are kind of dumb, period. They take a really long time to load. They, like, it shows him placing the bolts in there, like, that's how you load it. Mm -hmm. You have to stand on it and, like, wrench it up. Yeah. Like, they have a rate of fire that is about as good as a musket. Yeah. And if you, uh, you know... If you're out in a desert, say, post-apocalyptic world, uh, and, and you're not real qualified to have a crossbow, you're probably going to trip and then shoot yourself. It's the only way to really shoot yourself with an arrow is a crossbow. Yeah, exactly. Because it's almost <laughs> impossible to do it with an actual bow. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm, I'm good on crossbows. Like, no. No, I'll, I'll use something else. <laughs> Yeah, it's they seem completely ridiculous. Lock and load, everybody. You go into the armory and the only thing, you know, it's like that scene in Commando where he robs the gun store. But the only thing they have is crossbows. You just turn around and walk away. Mm -hmm. I'll use my hands. Well, I will do better out in the dirt wearing flippers with a spear gun. 
love it. Um, potato gun. <laughs> Give me a the potato gun, gun is more practical. <laughs> it is. All right, so uh, they they come up to the lady. Uh, we find out later her name is Karen. Um, oh, and she acts like a Karen. Yeah, she has to speak to the manager, and uh, she leaves out some pretty in, uh, pretty important information whenever they talk to her. Right? Like this character should have been mute because at first she is. She doesn't speak at all, and I'm like, okay, so she can't tell him what happened or anything like that. But then she's like, "Hi, my name's Karen." Um. I don't feel good in go my tum tum. Yeah, go away, bitch. <laughs> That's all she does. Like, go away. You don't know anything. If you see some black uh, people having a barbecue, call the cops on them. <laughs> That's what she was doing. Running around looking for black people to call the cops on. <laughs> and then Andre's like, no shine for the new girl. <laughs> <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Um, so they get her back to the lab and they're checking her out. And uh, But they lead the gargoyles right to them as well. Like now they're getting, they're trapped in there because the gargoyles are out in their shed door. How have the gargoyles not found the shed already? It's the only building. They go in and out of there all the time. Right. They're using it as an outhouse. It's, there is gargoyle shit in a pile in the corner. <laughs> what are you guys doing in there? Stupid gargoyles. Who's dumber, the humans or the gargoyles in this movie? I don't know. It's a real toss up. It's a real toss up. Um, so Dr. Linda, she finds out that uh, Karen's pregnant and they're like, oh, wow. Pregnant person. Also, not just a survivor of the virus. Maybe she's got the antibodies or whatever. And uh, uh, she's been living out there this whole time, not getting eaten by gargoyles because uh, we really don't know anything about gargoyles, even though there's pretty much just people and gargoyles. Uh, we don't know their behaviors at all. But she's managed to survive not getting eaten because they don't actually eat people, stupid. They do something else with them. Um, and now we've got a baby, a, a little, little, little one on the way, a little bundle of joy for our happy home. Mm -hmm. Sue is just giddy mm -hmm. about the prospect of a little tyke running around and uh, how George Kennedy is a little skeptical, like. Baby, huh? <laughs> where, do you, where do you think that baby came from? And Linda's like, oh, you mean, yep. Right. I should, Any sign of abnormality. I, I should have told you guys uh, what happened to me out there, but I didn't. I'm just, uh, I can't wait to knit little socks and have first Christmas and, oh, a baby. <laughs> God damn it. And, you know, in the meantime... Uh, uh, Hal is like, kill it, kill yeah. it right now. Yeah. Oh, and don't tell anybody about this baby. But then the doctor like blabs it to everybody. Right. Well, they find her notebook. No. Sue finds a printout of a bunch of numbers and she's like, I found Linda's data. That lady's pregnant. Yay. Do me. Do me right here now, David. Um, so. The gargoyles have broken the camera up uh, by the hatch. Uh, and so Hal's like, you guys got to go fix that. I got to see what's going on out there. Well, they make it sound like he, they breached the hatch. Mm -hmm. But then they go over there and there's no breach. And right. they've got this huge door after the supposed brief 
hatch, right? Uh-huh. So as soon as you open your safety door, they're going to bum rush you. Yeah. You don't have cameras in the hallway? Yeah. I mean, that's where you really need them outside of both. Yeah. But then they get out there and there's nothing wrong with the hatch. Yeah. The only thing they did was knock out a camera. So they're like, I can't fix that camera. There's gargoyles out there. God damn it. And they're like, like they've got a little tiny pre door inside the door so you can peek up there. Fucking gargoyles steal the periscope. Yeah. This is the first instance of David being a little too MacGyvery for my taste. Yeah. Yeah, it's a duct tape. He's, he's reaching. He's reaching for the duct tape a lot in this one. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn it! Fucking Ghostbusters, MacGyver, really, really alien. Well, he had the MacGyver haircut. Well, alien, yeah. Um. So Linda tells everybody about the pregnancy, and uh, they're like, "Kill it with fire!" And uh, because the baby has aged four months in the span of one evening. So it's it's a grower in there. She's like, uh, it's not normal. I don't think for her to be seven months pregnant in a day. Um, what do you think, Hal? Hal's like, burn it with fire. No, Hal doesn't. No, Hal's like, ooh, we should keep it alive. <laughs> yeah, right? Now that it's definitely dangerous. Yeah, let's pull it out of there. Get your gloves on. We're going in through her butt. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> Jackie, Apple, Apple. <laughs> Just plug that up with an Apple, then it'll only have one way out. Yep. Even though it only had one way out the whole time. And, and the back pressure will uh, cause it to really fly out of there. <laughs> that'll, that'll take like four or five apples. <laughs> then we can use them in the, the moonshine later. Yeah, there you go. Butt apples. Uh, get the potato gun. I didn't think that- <laughs> Still will take care of yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Moonshine will clean off all that. Um, okay, so she, uh, Linda's like, all right, uh, scalpel, let's cut this lady open. Um, she's Linda, uh, Karen has been also anesthetized. She's completely unconscious. Uh, and so they cut up in her tummy, and Linda's like, okay, I'm going to just pull this here, baby. Oh, my hand! <laughs> it's got me! <laughs> And then uh, the little monster comes out and uh, sings, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, to hilarity. Yeah, it explodes real nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, fuck it, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then it gets out and is doing it's like, I'm a monster, baby. But then it decides to, like, kick open Karen worse than she's kicked open because it's like most of the way out. Uh-huh. And then she explodes after he's like, let me rip this lady up with my feet. <laughs> And you're like, that monster baby's a shithead. <laughs> bad baby. Bad baby. <laughs> Spank it. And uh, I like how it escapes. Yeah. It's like, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it just, it crawls slowly away and they just watch it like, oh shit, I'm not grabbing that monster baby. And you know what started all this is that the doctor poked it in the eye and pissed it off. Yeah. This was all just a misunderstanding. You know, don't babies have to be spanked when they're born to like get the breathing going or something like that? Anybody? Anybody yeah, ever spit I don't out know a kid? Anything about that, Sam? You didn't. You didn't have a kid fall out of your butthole. No, nope. I've never. I've never pooped a baby. So <laughs> I've never had a baby. So um, I just see it in the movies. You, yeah, you see it in the movies. It's got to be true. Yeah, spank it. Everything we breathe. learn, we learn from TV. Yeah. Get those lungs pumping. 
how many you know i'm not i don't subscribe to this but let's just say proto man uh adam and eve how many babies did they have before they figured that out like god these things keep falling out of me i don't know where they're coming from um i just get fat for nine months and then this dead thing falls on the ground you know because they didn't spank it they didn't know yeah, I doubt it. I think it, the babies are probably not. I don't know. Maybe doctors are just assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, baby. I hate my job. Spank. It never gets any easier. <laughs> Why are you beating the shit out of my newborn baby? Because I'm a doctor, goddammit. Yeah. Don't question my methods. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. I'm a doctor, not a good person. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's in the air vents now, monster babies in the air vents and, uh, the, the crew's like, okay, now we need to kill this thing. Let's burn it with fire. And they're like, oh, you're going to get that close to it with the flamethrower. I'm not. How about these surgical lasers? Ooh, that sounds neat. Surgical laser. Um, cool. I hope we have a shootout later. Some pew pew stuff. Turns out these surgical layer lasers suck ass. <laughs> I don't know for laser gun. I mean, they're really bad props. Yeah. But for a laser gun, it is pretty powerful. Well, kind of. Especially, It's on a World War II walkie talkie battery <laughs> and it blows a hole in the moonshine. Also, why did you shoot the fucking moonshine? It wasn't the moonshine. It was a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Nope. It was the moonshine. Nope. I even said so. Really? Nope. It was the fire extinguisher. I thought it was a fire nope. extinguisher. Why would water come out, or why would clear liquid come out of a fire extinguisher? That's a good point. Shut a fire extinguisher, it would fucking blow up. It's pressurized. That's also a good point. And afterwards, uh, Andre and Neil are like, Neil says, oh, that's down to where there's only four shots, and Neil's like, suck. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I love Neil. So she shot the moonshine. Yeah, um, that was a bad call. Moonshine is a powerful chemical essentially like you throw it on the monster baby it'll probably melt you might need that you know well you're gonna need it after the monster fucking kills all your friends and you're like have a drink monster just have a drink with me yeah and Do then the a, monster's like oh my god go out uh, all of the thing mccready that's what he does he has a nice enjoys a bottle of scotch with his buddy before they both get eaten you know i think she could use it as a doctor or as an antiseptic, if nothing else. That's a good point. You need alcohol. Also, there is water in that alcohol. You might run out of water and start having to drink some shine just to stay alive, you dumb fuck. Um, so they're going to try to trap this baby. They're going to do a pincher maneuver. Uh, all right, all right. So let's not get it up to our level. Let's chase it down to level four, trying to kill it along the way if, if we can. And here's an idea. Mm -hmm. Let's chase it down to the level... That only has emergency lighting. Yeah, yeah, so where that we can't, we can't see. fucking see it. Yep. And it's also got uh, all sorts of debris on the ground. It was a multi tiered plan that involved one team with a flamethrower and a crossbow, another team with two lasers, yep. and the hope that it would just go to the fourth level and get locked there mm -hmm. so they could gas it. Yeah. And you ladies, you stay up here next to the speaker. <laughs> Uh, and then we, the dumb the dumb mechanics like because it wants to have sex with them and he's like yep thanks for yep I do too but nobody will let me do anything but shove apples up my butt <laughs> <laughs> he said if I could get six up there they let me they let me try 
they would let you try. <laughs> you may now try to have sex with me because you've got six apples in your butt. Well, it's like, you know, when we had that one dog that just humped on the side. That's true. And it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know how it works. He's just got this uh, irresistible compulsion. To wave his wing around in a helicopter-like fashion. Yeah. In front of the ladies. Then Sam throws ice cubes at him. <laughs> yeah. Fucking flashers. <laughs> All right. So they split up. Uh, David and Andre. Not a good idea. Um, and they also got Butch the dog with him. David takes Butch the dog. And uh, the thing drops down from the air vents right behind Andre. And that's when we get our first look at uh, the gargoyle. Uh, it's fully grown now. It's only been. I mean, this is. Uh, God damn it. So it aged four months in the span of a night. So let's just be on the benefit of a doubt. Eight hours. And they're like, in 24 hours, it'll be for, full grown. I don't, and they even say it's on the same pace as it was growing. If we, if we apply the same pace that it was at when it was in the mom's tummy, it'll be fully grown in 24 hours. It aged four months in eight hours. It's still going to be a baby tomorrow, you dipshit. I don't know. There will be questions regarding the life cycle later. Okay. Circle back. Um, uh, yeah. There is a point when this, where they're looking where the shot, this camera shot, stays on an office chair that has been knocked over mm -hmm. to so long that I had to write down, it got one of the office chairs. <laughs> My God. This thing's unstoppable. Um, yeah, so Andre doesn't make it. He gets his, uh, he gets the... Throat slash. Yep, yeah, the, uh, the Dalton. And then, to show how close these two are, when David finds his body, mm -hmm. he steals a cigar. Yeah, what the? What a dick. You didn't even be like, no, Andre, why didn't I learn how to make that moonshine? And why did that lady shoot it? That was so stupid. Now we'll never drink again. Um, Zoink. Here, yeah, thanks for your cigar butt. Um, he also, like, never tries to shoot him with fire. Right. Although we will find that that doesn't work on these guys. Yeah, well, nothing really does. Um, so it comes up, it slaps David around a bit, uh, and then Butch gets involved and he's fighting it and you get monster vision kind of, of Butch fighting it. And it's like swatting at him and missing, but Butch really isn't doing much of anything either. Just barking and jumping around. Uh, but then we hear yelp, yelp, yelp. And John wick one begins. I was so sad. And then he came around the corner. Butch. Yeah. Butch is like, bark, bark. <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Butch is okay. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I felt like. Oh, God damn it. That's the one character I kind of liked. And he's the dead. Dog. Yeah. No, Corman, Corman's not going to do the dog. No. So David picks up Butch and he's going to head him back to the lab or the, infirmary or whatever part of the lab and because uh, the whole thing's a lab mm -hmm. then Sue busts out and she's like I'm here and he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I'm here to save you oh the monster got me it's okay it's a hungry baby <laughs> did you guys notice that the monster takes the elevator <laughs> yeah he's lazy shit up dude. and down it knows how to operate an elevator 
maybe there's something that you guys should like uh, they, maybe they're not as dumb as you think and maybe you guys should like plan a little better to on how to deal with this thing uh, it also eats neil um doesn't eat him it doesn't yeah, it kills, kills him. him neil's dead i like neil, neil yeah. also decides that it would be better if he doesn't fire any shots right Okay, so after Sue gets nabbed, uh, they find her um, in a, a side room um, and with a monster on her. That's there. Here we are, guys. I you know I didn't do a real good job of setting us up, but this is the entire goddamn movie right here. And it it tears her shirt. Mm-hmm. Yet the movie is like, oh, we're gonna keep this PG thirteen, maybe. Not sure. But he's not humping her or anything. How does it work? It doesn't have a penis. It's like maybe stuck a finger in there and like the fingernail fell off. That's how you impregnate a lady? It is dripping a lot of goo out of its mouth. Maybe he just drizzles mouth sperm onto her vagina and it's so good that it just runs up there and gets her pregnant. so good. This is good. It's mouth good sperm. at being mouth sperm. I don't. It probably isn't good. It's bad. It makes monster babies. Um. But in terms of just raw sperm ability, it's good. Okay. So let's let's uh let's explore some some taboo topics here that we probably shouldn't. Um. Is that rape? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, there's no penetration. Just getting drooled on. <laughs> I did not agree to this," said she. It's a sexual act. Yeah, yeah. I guess an unwanted sexual act. So yeah. yes. Okay, well, I'll allow it. Uh, so yeah, she gets raped by a monster, and uh, isn't happy. Uh, Would you be? No, it's not. It's it's not. It wasn't good for her. She doesn't roll over and smoke a cigarette. Play some. Well, and then Hal, Hal sacrifices himself so they can get the women folk. Oh, God damn it. Hal dies in the dumbest manner. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you get her out of there. I'm George Kennedy. God damn it. Then he yells, die, you miserable fuck. <laughs> Shoots him twice with the laser and then just gets punched over. The and laser dead. does nothing. It punched through a boiler for moonshine and does nothing against this thing. Well, it's because it's flesh and it's cauterized as it goes through. So it's not going to do anything. It's flesh and it's cauterized as it goes through. So it goes through. You have a hole there, but it's all cauterized. I I think holes are bad for bodies. Not when you're it's, it's in it's, your shoulder. Yeah, he didn't seem to hit any vital organs. Okay, so it, did, it does go through and the thing's like, oh, I don't care. Well, half of he, his fucking muscles are hanging out. It's true. He's already in pretty bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> Looking a little rough, monster. How about some? How about I make you some more holes? And it's like, okay, maybe I'll actually patch some of this dripping flesh up. <laughs> Cauterize. Shoot here where my spleen is falling out. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, God. They get Sue away. And uh, they leave Hal behind. You don't see Hal die. So I thought maybe he was going to come back as like, like that last minute bloody guy. Like you thought I was dead fucker. And then he punch, yeah. steps on it. Cause he's big. 
Um, All right, Monster Face, you remember me? <laughs> and the monster's like, no, I don't. He's like, okay, I'm Hal. <laughs> From earlier. The monster's like, I can't help it. You guys all look the same. <laughs> Ooh, racist monster. Oh. <laughs> he is a racist monster. <laughs> and Karen's like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, there's some black people having a barbecue. <laughs> the monster's like, Ooh. yeah, get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now Sue's pregnant, and <laughs> this is so dumb. This is to me. This is my favorite scene in the whole movie uh, because David and Linda are leaning over, and they're like, "It's okay. Everything's gonna be fine. It's a month old." And Linda's like, "I was raped by a monster, and his baby is in me." And they're like, "No, no, no. It's good. It's all good." <laughs> You were pregnant before. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I really, I <laughs> promise you, I wasn't. No, we're pretty sure you were. <laughs> Don't worry, babe. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'm not going to be a deadbeat dad. <laughs> it's a fucking monster in me. <laughs> yeah. Linda's like, I'm really optimistic. This is a human baby. And Sue's like, it is not. And why would you be? And the last optimism baby is now a full grown monster. <laughs> Get, get it out of me. No, it's going to be a bouncing, beautiful boy. We're going to name him Thomas. <laughs> no, it's, it's got teeth and claws and wants to rape you now. Get this fucker out of me. No, bye-bye. Here's yeah, a sedative. Just take these two pills. Go back to sleep. Have a nice little nap. Oh, yeah, you'll be fine. She's not. She is now dead. From killing herself, trying to cut the baby out. David's like, oh, dang it. I, uh, uh, so was Thomas okay? There was no Thomas! <laughs> and then it was... Thomas? The monster baby? <laughs> nope, she stabbed him real good. <laughs> and then they put the baby in an incubator. Mm-hmm. So is it's, it... It's dead. Is it? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No, good point, yeah. I don't think that it is. Okay. I, I don't think it is either. I think it's like a possum. It's not Ooh. It's not ready yet. So it's we're going to put it in the incubator and it's going to grow while we kill this other fucker. And then we'll teach this one to be nice and we won't poke it in the eye. Mm. And um, then he'll be an ambassador to the other gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the ambassador to the gargoyles <laughs> and he's like what makes you so special thomas i have a name <laughs> that's right stop raping them they don't like it <laughs> really well, it seemed like they did I'm, I'm confused i sure liked it said the gargoyle it's a rapist um linda after after chasing this thing around in the air vents for a little while, which we can glaze over, um, Linda looks over at David and she's like, what's that thing around your neck? And he's like, oh, this, this is a dog whistle from a dog. And she's like, my God, it all makes sense now. They have sensitive hearing. And if we blow that dog whistle, they'll be like, owie, my head. I I have to circle back to the search because he goes into the mess hall and... There's a pot boiling oh, right? a kettle. Right. Who's making the tea? The monster was making tea. You think? It, okay. So it knows that's how, it's the only person who the could. The only explanation is the monster was going to have a bit of Earl Grey before he raped and killed these people. As you do. 
My, my understanding, rapists love Earl Grey. <laughs> How does he even drink it? His mouth doesn't close. <laughs> <laughs> falls onto, into his open holes. That's that's what it just dribbles out of his mouth and fills up his tummy cavity that is exposed. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Puts on his reading glasses. <laughs> he just walks in, smashes all of the tea in the cup and the kettle because he can't make a fist. And he's like, that's good tea. And then goes about his day. <laughs> Puts on a bathrobe and smokes a pipe and leans on his cane. Goes, he can't do any of that. He just smashes it because he can't close his damn hands. And he can't smoke a pipe because he can't close his fucking mouth. Oh, man. He wants to be a sophisticated monster, but it's just, it's just not in his biological being. <laughs> Do you think he tried on people's clothes when he was walking around? Mm. He's like, oh, these are some nice khakis. Yeah. He puts them on. He's like, oh, they're ruined because my muscles are hanging out. Puts on Linda's dress and is like, I'm a pretty lady. I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> then he tried some shoes and that's what really pissed him off because every pair were too small. It just busts right through him. He's like, son of a, oh, that's it. All you fuckers are dying. <laughs> All right, so they've they've now got a weapon against him, uh, and they record a, a tape that they loop of uh, then play through the comm system of of the dog whistle. Now it's hurting his earballs. Meanwhile, that's gonna help. Oh, go ahead, Jackie. Meanwhile, Butch is sitting over there going, "I fucking hate all of you." This is the worst day of my life," said Butch the dog. Before David leaves to go in the air vent, now that he's safe from the monster because its hearing is uh being compromised he turns back at linda and he's like you're doing a great job <laughs> and i'm like why the fuck would you say that right now we're gonna hook up later aren't we now that my girlfriend stabbed herself after i didn't listen to her when she said that there was a monster baby inside of her you available i don't think she is is doing a good job <laughs> i don't think she is either. i don't think any of them are i think linda's pretty much the worst doctor i've ever seen in a movie like <laughs> I mean, uh, Paul Reiser had some pretty uh, ulterior motives, but uh, he was less of a handicap for those people in Aliens than uh, than Linda is <laughs> trying her best. <laughs> well, that's why she ended up in a hole in a bunker. And here, I mean, even in that scene, she says, I couldn't believe that this movie had the balls to fucking do this. Damn it, David. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. Like wow inappropriate little little uh -huh. little comedy from linda here that doesn't fit and i would have been like no and she needed to be like not a broadcast engineer because bones was always more specific yeah, right which made it funny yeah she's not <laughs> I don't think she's actually a really a do real doctor either. She just she, plays one on TV. She just printed off her medical degree from. <laughs> you can make it work online. <laughs> yeah. TV repairman, doctor, same thing. <laughs> Gonna cut this and make me a forgery. She's banging on the hatch. Guys, I'm a doctor. Let me in. I've got a note. <laughs> oh, God. She, she must be legit. It says ITT Tech. Nice. It's a credited school that doesn't exist anymore because they were scamming people. Um, so anyways, uh, 
David uh, gets into a tussle with the monster because it smashed all the speakers. And so that tape thing was a real dumb idea, which doesn't even mean anything anyways, because the tape breaks. And so it's not playing through the smashed speakers. And he's like, oh, shit. And so then he grabs a spray bottle and sprays in the face with some undeclared chemical. And it's like, owie. Oh, he was he sprayed it with a fire extinguisher because on top of everything else, the ear, the ear pain that the monster is experiencing, he's smashing stuff and he accidentally catches the place on fire. There's a hallway with oily rags in a box next to a barrel that says highly explosive. And it's in the middle of the walkway and it's dripping like they are not taking care of the facility. Wow. Well, and even when when the two maintenance guys were alive, they're like, we were going to fix that next week. Uh what else are you fucking what, what are you doing? doing? What are you up to now? You out looking for water? No, there's no water up there. Okay, get fucking working on something then, you dickhead. They've just been drunk for the last two months in the basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoving apples up their butt. <laughs> I'm going to get all six in there this time, Frank. As one does. Um... So David's rolling around on the floor. Get, he gets away a little, and then he MacGyver's a, a spear out of duct tape and a rod of some sort, uh, and then a trip line that's tied to a steam vent. Yeah, he also at one point had shot the monster, and the the crossbow was highly ineffective. Very ineffective. Um, it seemed like that squirt bottle was pretty effective, and he walked away from that plan pretty good. Like, it seemed like it was melting his face, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, that didn't do anything. It I, That's the one thing that has done something, because your spear and trip line, and, and, like, the pacing here is, like, really, whoa, this guy's putting it all together. This is how we're going to defeat the monster in this scene, and nothing happens. It does nothing. There's supposed to be so much terror and suspense, and, and Linda's re-splicing the tape because that's exciting. Uh-huh. I also noticed because I was watching this in headphones through this sequence, I actually had to turn them down. It was, it was ear piercingly loud hmm. versus the rest of the movie. So that was pretty annoying. Okay. I will say uh, with Sam, since we're on the, so- the topic, I fucking hated this movie. Every time that they opened a door, or something went wrong, the most annoying beeping sound. And it didn't just happen once or twice. I mean, we're talking like every five minutes, there's an annoying beeping sound. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah, sound design wasn't good here. There was also some weird... Like, when he's trying to close the air vent, the air vent farts. There was a little... <laughs> at the end of the air vent. Yeah. Like, who who put this together? Like what? What? What's the Foley guy doing? Like, oh, I'll just catch my dog tooting. That's what a door closing sounds like. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. Just rip off the sound effects from Alien. I mean, that's what you no, do in all your other movies, Roger. There's like that's like the Corman punishment or whatever. Like this many days over schedule, I'm putting a fart sound in it. <laughs> this min- this much over budget, this happens. And so like when you don't do a good job, he's like, you, this one gets the special treatment fully. <laughs> Nothing that will make it that we can't sell, but he needs to be embarrassed when he watches the first cut of this. Yeah, it's like the penis spliced into Fight Club. Like, did you, did I just hear a fart when that door closed? Or, yeah. or is that in my head? 
Am I that obsessed with farts that I just now hear them out of nowhere? Because there's no way that door closing made a fart sound. No, there was a penis. Um, so Linda comes in. She hits the damn thing with a crowbar. And then David's like, oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, it's down. I'll light it on fire. And it he lights it on fire. And it, it burns up. I was surprised that this happened because now you have to go burning that suit is all of the budget mm -hmm. for this movie. Mm -hmm. I would have thought that they would have reused that. Maybe this is like the 10th tour for that suit. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's why his, his guts are falling apart because he keeps getting in his rubber suit caught on door handles and things of that nature. <laughs> oh, Roger. I, I ruined the suit again. <coughs> burn it. Burn it with fire. Um, then I like David's freak out because now that it's, they think it's dead. Of course it's not, but it's laying there burninated and he goes to town on it with the crowbar. Like you killed and raped my girlfriend. Now I have to bang Linda who is arguably hotter. Oh, she's much hotter. I think I wrote down Linda is hot like four times in my notes. Mm. Yep. He smashes its head in. Yeah. And she's like, stop it. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Your idea of having him stop it right now is about as good as your optimism that Sue was having a human baby. <laughs> so where where are we going to put the crib for Thomas? Thomas is a monster baby. He's going to be the ambassador but, to the gargoyles. No, Thomas is a real human. He, he's he, I swear to God. I swear to God. That thing I pulled out of that lady was not Thomas. Thomas is still in there cooking. I'm a doctor. Trust me. <laughs> The mother is dead. Nope, he's fine. Ooh, doo, 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 doo. Not hearing you. Um, so they walk away. They're like, oh, thank God that's over with. Now, uh, where can we get a drink at? <laughs> if you catch my drift. And the monster's like, I'm not dead yet. Uh, and heals itself. And uh, and then it uh, goes and uh, chases uh, them into like a closet where they keep their hazmat stuff. And this is when I'm super pissed because I realized that the movie is not ending now. Yep, it's not over. So he's like, he's pretty busted mm -hmm. up. So he's like, all right, uh, I have one plan left. My plan is that you need to save us. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fucking dog whistle. Uh, yeah. Get out of here, Linda. <laughs> you're, you're the bait. Um, and so she drops out of an air vent and she's like, hey, get away from him, you ugly motherfucker. Uh, wait a minute. Haven't I heard that line before? Uh, you're not Ripley. And uh, it's like, oh, lady butt. Rawr, and chases after her. And uh, she takes the dog. The dog whistle is on a fucking chain that you hang around her neck, your neck. And you uh -huh. can put it in your mouth without taking it off. And she takes it off, subsequently dropping it. You moron. That was your only yeah, weapon. There's a, the only way to drop it is to take it off your neck. God damn it. But eventually. And the, the only way to like make sure that you drop something that's hard to drop is if you take it off your neck while climbing a ladder. Uh -huh. And then we get a bunch which of... gives you... Go ahead, Sam. It, it prevents you from climbing the ladder because you have to stop to take that thing off your neck. Yeah, while getting chased by a monster. 
And then this is where we get a bunch of weird shots of the monster's feet and then her feet and then the monster's feet and her feet. And it just keeps flashing back and forth. Like, that's not dramatic. Feet, 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 feet. And the guy in the costume has tripped several times on this ladder and nailed his face into it. That was a bad one. Because he can't fucking see the steps, right? And he's got these long toenails on his feet. He's like, I fucking, why am I the, the monster for this movie? Why did I sign up for a Roger Corman movie? Bad idea. He's like, this, this is why I've been taking the elevator. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Kane Hodder's over there laughing his ass off at this poor man. <laughs> like, Suck it, buddy. I'm fucking Jason. Um, <laughs> so she, she manages to get into the aforementioned air vent that uh, makes fart sounds and electrocutes the damn thing after ooh action reaching for buttons. Thanks to David. And uh, so stand up, you lazy fuck, dude. You were just walking just a minute ago, you bastard. <laughs> um, so it falls down, down to the bottom of this air shaft or whatever the hell this thing is. And uh, uh, I'm I'm down here, and it can't reach the fucking ladder. It's jumping for a ladder that is the only way out if you're a human that falls into this air shaft. The ladder should be reachable. For everybody. Yeah. No, this is. Especially monsters that are taller than yeah. humans. I would think it would have no problem climbing the ladder. Well, this is the idiot plot. So, you know how they said that they had more people that were eventually, you know, that they were part of this uh-huh. colony or whatever, the lab. Uh huh. And it seems like there's not a lot of people working in this lab. Right. So they're like, hey, have you seen the air shaft? Point pushes him down there. But then how do you get the body out? Because if you go down there to get the body out, then you're trapped down there. You you tie a string. <laughs> Hold still for a minute. I need to tie a string on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, then, that's what we did to Phil last week when we pushed him in the air. That's right. And then the blades chop him up real nice for you. <laughs> and then as he's coming up, you just got a fishing net and you're just grabbing the pieces as they're being blown up from the air vent. <laughs> And you have a barbecue and you don't really have to do that much because now you can just put it in pots and boil it and then the meat will be so satisfying when it just falls off the bone. I think the moral of the story of this podcast is don't invite Jackie into your colony in a post-apocalyptic world. (laughs) You're going to die. You will end up with six apples in your ass because that's what she wants to do before she cooks you. It's not sexual, believe it or not. It's like preparing a a pig for a roast. (laughs) Damn it. It all came out. Now now I'm never going to get invited to the Mojave lab. Yeah. You should see what she does with the injector and the turkey baster. Okay, um, so it's down there. It's like, ah, I'm trying to get out of here. I can't do this. Is this it, ladder OSHA approved? <laughs> it looks down and is like, oh, the only way that I can die by this fan is if I <laughs> jump up and down, thereby breaking the chain link that is above it. So he does that. Uh, and I like, I like that he punches a hole only large enough for his foot to go in and he kind of gets it stuck in the net and then the fan turns on it, it chops his foot off and he's like, Oh, and then his whole body goes through that foot size hole. <laughs> yeah. Eh, it gets all diced up. It's pretty funny. 
Uh, Linda's like, I can't watch, but she won't stop watching. Yeah, it's like a car wreck. You drive by, you're like, any good meat? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Any good meat at the car wreck? Yeah, since, you know, this is a post-apoplic world, Sam. (laughs) See a car wreck, you might need that person later. They don't have cars. There's no car wrecks, Jackie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. Never mind. What a weirdo. Um, So they're like, okay, this place sucks now. Let's get out of here. Let's go to Rocky Mountain Lab. Uh, That's only 4,000 miles away. (laughs) He said it was 1,800 miles. 1,800 miles on foot. With gargoyles out there. With gargoyles out there and and no supplies. And all of a sudden... David can walk now? Yeah. Too fucking lazy to stand up to get the buttons, but right. you say, hey, let's go to the Rockies, and he's like, oh, all right, give me some duct tape on this leg, we're out. 1,800 miles away with our dog and you and the clothes on our backs. That's all we've got. My favorite is when he has this remote control thing with four buttons, mm-hmm. and he's pushing them in some kind of weird sequence when there's clearly a button that just says, destruction detonate detonate but you got to push the other three buttons it looks cooler you get the beeping sounds boop beep boop boop beep and these monsters are like swarming yeah they're like our body (laughs) i must have revenge for his chopping ups maybe it's like when a skunk dies and you can smell its butthole maybe yeah i don't get it uh, yeah, so they blow up the Mojave Lab on the way. Um, that's your movie. I need some goddamn answers, guys. Like, what are they? Where did they come from? The gargoyles? Do they eat or poop? Not now. It's plastic suits. They don't. So let's just start with their life cycle. Okay. What we do know is that they will find a human woman, mm-hmm. impregnate that woman. And the subsequent birth of the next generation of monster kills the host. Correct. And dead Thereby making their life cycle completely unsustainable. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, these things, we don't see it. It kills men. So we we know that it's like, I can smell your balls. Die. Uh, I don't want you knocking up my ladies uh, that aren't part of my species and uh which which is fine because you know it works in alien too the the human's a host not an actual mommy i think or do they seem like are these mommies are these monster baby moms like is it in her uterus yeah they say it is yeah then that doesn't work the body would reject this thing it would kill it unless but then also, before we just like, okay, they yeah, all right, life cycle. More dubiously, they only kill the males. They don't eat them. They can't open and close their mouth, so they don't eat. They at don't all. eat or poop. Their gestation period is about twenty-four uh-huh. hours, and they can come to full size in about forty-eight, yep. which means that their uh, metabolism is turning at an amazing rate, giving their lifespan by me to be the estimate of about the same as a. A blue bottle fly. Oh, that's what they I was going to say. about a week. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, uh, because they're, the, the, it's one and done, and they're not making any more ladies because you're killing all the dudes, you're going to deplete your supply of vaginas. 
It's a life cycle that biology wouldn't do. No. And where do like, they come? Evolution doesn't work do, like do that. Do monster babies come out of your vagina like a normal baby does? Or do you have to have a cesarean each time? Unclear. No, she said when Sue killed herself with the abortion that uh, the monster baby was actually trying to chew its way out once it realized what was going on. Uh, where am I? How did I get here? <laughs> this isn't a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many of these fucking things are there? How many can there Not be very many. with such a dubious life cycle? Can't be very many. Are yeah. they people? Or did the virus mutate these people into being gargoyles? Or did fucking I, Cloverfield come down with gargoyles along the way and be like, see you later, Cloverfield. We're going to go rape ladies. I don't know. I can't even figure out whether How... there's no way. The only thing that they're hoping for, I guess, is if a lady monster pops out of one of these, then their species is saved. Mm. Maybe I don't get it. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a monster movie that has such less exposition about the actual monster itself than this one. There is nothing cleared up about these goddamn things. They just exist. Yep. And can't. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, anybody else want to chuck a question at us? Do they make I it? Think that's, uh, Do they make it to Colorado? Uh, we'll find out in the sequel because that's what the sequel is about. Their trip to Colorado. His trip is it to about Colorado. The <laughs> trip to Colorado, or is it about already in? Colorado because it seems like from what I read of the limited plot synopsis that it's just this over again in the Colorado facility. Uh, I read it was actually the opposite that uh, Andrew Stevens wanted to get outside more so it's it's it takes place above ground. Okay because that's my last note was the interesting story is what happens after this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll find out because I, I think we'll just double these up for my picks, uh, much to Jackie's chagrin. But uh, yeah, I, 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 no, if it wasn't for the sequel, Jackie, they are immediately eaten or not eaten. Well, they could be eaten. Then nobody said anything about bears not being around anymore. But yeah, they're not going to make it. They're dead as shit. They're ex people. Well, considering that they're trying to walk through the Mojave Desert. With no goddamn water or supplies. Fucking dead. Uh, Sam, anything else? No, I think that's okay, it. Hey, let's do final recommendations. I'll start with Sam. I didn't like it. I struggled through this. This is sort of the meeting place of two things that I can't handle. And one of them is the single location confinement mm -hmm. film. And the other is post-apocalyptic movies without any zaniness yeah. in them. And this was a perfect marriage of both of those things that I can't stand. Okay. Don't from Sam. So I give it a don't. All right, Jackie, I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a don't. Um, it was draggy. Uh, the action sequences made zero sense. If one guy dies from getting clawed in the shoulder and then the next guy gets clawed in the shoulder, but he's okay. Mm -hmm. No. And it was just dumb. And that monster was just fucking gross. 
I think it's stupid. I don't see how you can see something that looks as terrible as that and be like, ew, icky. That implies that there's a sense of reality to the monster that like, oh, that thing's horrifying because it's so grotesque. No, it looks awful. Yes, it's ugly as fuck. And I just, I was bored. Okay. Uh, they're just, I'm with Sam. There wasn't enough zingers in there. Uh, I didn't care about any of the characters and I kind of wanted everybody to fucking die. Oh, absolutely. Except for the butch, the dog. Yeah. I liked him. And Neil. I, I thought Neil was fun. Um, he's one of the first to die. I am just barely over on this one. Just barely. So it pretty much makes it like, I'm so close to don't that it pretty much makes it a don't for, from everybody. But I do think that there's, uh, Jackie, Jackie, no matter how much she, uh, complains about it, had a good time riffing it. Uh, oh, I did. She was very uh, chatty during this movie. Um, so I, I do think that there is a market uh, of our listeners that would do uh, enjoy this a, a bit. Um, it's a six out of ten for me. It's nothing. It's nothing great, but I think the plot itself is bonkers. Um, the scene with Linda telling Sue that she's got a human baby in there. No, I fucking don't. Uh, I was hilarious. Um, and I just thought that they're the character's moronacy was worth the price of admission. I mean, it's not the idiot plot because they didn't fucking know that there was a monster in that lady. It's not their fault that the, it's killing them. Uh, but in general, these people wouldn't have survived uh, bef- without the monster in their lives. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so uh, choose as you will uh, is my recommendation. Uh, it's a risk. I think it's not for everybody, but I, I, I thought it was fine. Oh, one last question. What is the terror within? The babies. It's, I mean, that, but that's not. It only killed, the babies only killed one person. The monsters within the facility. Is, is that just, I mean, oh, it's within the ground or whatever. It's not a very good title, I don't think. It's not accurate. They can't call it the monster in the facility. Monster. Nobody would go see it. Yeah. Monster in the facility. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd see that one. <laughs> I like bad titles. <laughs> at, least it, at least it doesn't lie to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> monster babies kill you. Uh, two. <laughs> okay. So on a personal and unrelated note to movies and all, but I figured somebody out there would want to know because they were so riveted of our tales. Uh, I sold the Broham today. It is gone. I am now motor homeless. So kind of sad. Those adventures are over and we'll never be able to share terrible stories with you guys ever again about it. Yeah. Like the time when you broke down on the middle of a freeway. Yep. Yep. That was fun. That was fun. And blocked traffic for a couple hours. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was, I was not popular in our county. Uh, thanks to that motorhome, but, uh, I figured somebody would want to know, uh, because they'll ask, Hey, how come we don't ever hear anything about the motorhome anymore? Well, cause it's gone. Um, related to the show though, we do have some listener feedback from Clousy. He sent us a, uh, novel and he said, please don't read this whole thing on the air because it's way too big. Um, but he makes some interesting points about, uh, Sam and I's, uh, karate unspecial. You remember doing that way long time ago? Yeah. Um, in it, I said that, uh, and I think we both said it, that we weren't fan of fans necessarily of Bruce Lee's movies. Um, for We prefer a lot of other people over Bruce Lee. Um, and he agrees and says that Jackie is the goat. 
He is not talking about our Jackie. He's talking about Jackie Chan. Um, but he did make an oh. interesting point. Sorry, honey. I figured that would break your heart. Um, well, but, I, uh, I thought maybe I, this was a new term, goat. And I was being called cool again. Goat is not a new term. Uh, if you do not know what the goat is, then you are living in a cave. Um, what is it? The greatest of all time. Jeez Louise. Gosh. Look like open a book one time. <laughs> it's not going to be in a book. Sure. will. um, he says that I said that Jackie is to Kung Fu films. What Muhammad Ali is to boxing. And if so, then Bruce Lee is the Jack Dempsey without him. It might never have gained the popularity it ever did and remained a niche genre. Everybody in the world wanted to do some form of karate after Bruce Lee, just like boxing's major boom was during and after Jack Dempsey. Agree or disagree, Sam? Sure. Good commentary. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that he is the springboard point of popularity, but in terms of volume and production, you know, and that he was friends with Chuck Norris and they started those schools together, but... Chuck ran with what he started, and Jackie did the most with his career. Uh, he goes on to explain that at some point we talked about uh, in Halloween or th Halloween three episode uh, a mention of a turf fire, and maybe we didn't know what a turf fire was, but he says uh, a turf fire is a traditional Irish fire born out of the necessity to survive when the English invaded and finally did a job on our Gaelic tribes in the 1600s with a bit of ethnic and cultural cleansing. They were free to chop down all of our trees that were protected under Gaelic law. Uh, what a bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah, real dicks. The English weren't nice to the Irish. Uh, he does have a question for you, Jackie. Yes. Uh, and he later admitted to me that he was drinking, so some of this is a little, uh, a little gibberishy. But uh, in vampire films, mm -hmm. do the vampires get the sexy on, or is all that wooing just so they can bite them on the neck? was trying to find a vampire film in which the vampire made the action Jackson, which I'm not really sure was a reference to maybe something we said on that episode as well. My theory is that they either can't get a stiffy because their blood flow must be shite or else <laughs> biting a neck for them is like a ride and a meal all in one. Leaving what is usually a woman who is seduced by the irresistible, irresistible vampire with a very anticlimactic ending. So... I think it's a I think it's a two for one. Yeah. You think vampires are truly horny or are they just uh, like blood? They like variety. And is, they've been alive for thousands of years. They're fucking bored of shit. So they're like, you know what? I'm going to bang every kind of person from here to Norway. And but not that one country. We're going to leave them out. Do sexy glitter vampires ever? Well, of course they do. There's a whole movie about it. I was going to ask, do they ever just bang a lady and not bite her on the neck? And yeah. Yeah. Then they have a war with werewolves and use their wife as a hammer. <laughs> I will say, though, that my favorite sexy time vampire movies are still made in like the 70s. You know, where they're showing a lot of boob and. Yeah. Like uh, like Corman vampire yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, or even the Christopher Lee. Well, it doesn't have any boobs in it, but the Christopher Lee Dracula's mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. And I mean, they, I, they haven't really done like a really good, almost pornographic vampire movie because that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have not. <coughs> they haven't reached that level of 
pure fucking awesomeness for me because <laughs> there's you know in vampire movies you always get boobs but you never get any wieners and i think that they've got enough blood in there to get a wiener up and maybe that's why they have to eat why they get the sexy time on because they're like i'm running a court low yeah i gotta tank up my ding dong yeah i don't know there's i mean in the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola movie, a werewolf humps a redheaded lady on a bird feeder. So, and he also pretty sexy, right? Stands over a, an arguably raped uh, Keanu Reeves and watches some ghost ladies hump him. I mean, they're not ghost ladies. That's they're, not sexy. They're vampire. Like he's just standing there. Gary Oldman's like, <laughs> yeah, take it, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's weird. No, I I think it's uh, I think it's a combination, and when you're bored like that, double dipping. Yep, double dipping. Vampires are double dipping. But I yeah, I think that that's why they have to eat mm-hmm. the male ones anyway. Females they they don't they don't need all that fucking business. Do vampires while they're having sex, you know, because that's how AIDS can get transmitted is is in the butt. You could rip some stuff and I uh, got a little bit of blood. What are you from the fucking eighties? No, that's what happens. Is that it's not transmitted through sperm it's transmitted through blood okay go on yeah so yeah i mean do vampires want to get injured and injure others while having sex so it gets all you know it's a messy blood orgy <laughs> is that the goal is that the end game <laughs> like like you know well, like when you go on a to date the dis- disease you know you're a normal person and you, you go on a date with uh you know a lady for the first time and you're like boy i'm hoping tonight ends in sex do vampires feel the same way? Like, man, God, let's have this night turn into a blood orgy. It'd be awesome. So they're going out looking for buttholes to rip up? Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, they're vampires. They're super strong. They can kind of do whatever right. they want. They could have a blood orgy whenever they feel like it. Okay. Pretty much. Right. Give people extended ass cheeks. Probably overthinking it. Yeah. Vampires. Yeah. All right, well, that's your show, guys. Uh, next week... Uh, Bye, Clousy. I think we should be all back. Um, I'm not real clear on what the plan is, but uh, I believe it's Sam's pick next. Is it? Yeah, because Jackie did the Beastmaster. I did this one. And me and Sam did one last okay. week. Okay. Oh, yeah, you guys did one last so, week. It's my turn. It's Jackie's turn. I love we're doing Dragonheart. Dragonheart. All right. With Dennis Quaid. <laughs> okay, that'll be interesting. Uh, Enjoy your week, guys. Get to the chopper.